Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was just out and about. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's daily NBA show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, what up, friends? Welcome back to the Bet Slippin' Podcast. It's Monday, January 31st, last day of the first month in 2022. I'm your host, Jeff Clark, breaking down four of the NBA's eight-game slate tonight. Um, Again, it's Monday, January 31st. I have four best bets that I can give you guys today. Hopefully, I can finish this month strong. Uh, I was 3-0 Saturday, uh, special Saturday NBA bet slip and podcast. Cashed all my bets there, moving my monthly record to 31 and 25. I was 10 and 8 last week. So, ending on a positive note after uh, seesawing throughout most of the week. Hopefully, we can keep that good momentum going and cash in our four best bets and this month 10 games above. 500 in our betting record so that's what we're looking at i'm kind of swinging for the fences here uh, i didn't force any of these bets i actually have a couple player props or a player prop that i would like to add to this but i'm not sure if the uh if that player's prop is listed uh we'll kind of talk about it as we're handicapping the games first let me shout out the sponsor of this podcast typico sportsbook they're a global sports betting leader that's not live in new jersey and colorado you can make your favorite sports more interesting with Typico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. New users from this podcast will enjoy a special welcome bonus. You can get that bonus today at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions do apply. You must be 21 or older, so please see Typico's website for details. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey and one 800 522-4700 for Colorado. Please remember to gamble responsibly. Okay, so eight-game slate in tonight's uh, NBA, or eight game, eight games in tonight's NBA slate. And I was 3-0 Saturday. I hit with the under 229.5 in the Wizards-Grizzlies game. That was a no-doubter. I uh, got a little lucky, actually got very lucky, hitting the over 208.5 with Raptors Heat. Um, I actually got closing line value on all three of my Saturday winners. So um, I was seeing the board correctly, but again, I got lucky. Um, The Raptors heat got over, um, finished 124-120, went to triple overtime. It was trending over pretty comfortably in the first half, but then that game died out in the second half, and we needed overtime to to cash that. As a matter of fact, one overtime wasn't good enough to cash on the closing total. Um, it would have closed uh, the first overtime would have would have cashed the um, the 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 total that I gave out the 208 and a half but I think it closed at like 212 and a half either way that covered so the over hit um, and then we got we cashed our third best bet when we took over 12 and a half points for Patty Mills um, James Harden was announced out for the Brooklyn Nets Golden State Warriors game, which Patty Mills hit over on his player prop for. Um, he got 
way more shots because James Harden was missing that game. Um, Patty Mills actually started out, I think, 0-5 from the field, but finished with 21 shots. Hit, I think, six three-pointers. Um, that was that was a no-doubter as well. So cash on two no-doubters. Got lucky for a third and final win, but 3-0 Saturday. I'm not going to complain. Also not going to get uh, too full of myself. No, we got to continue to grind and. Hopefully we can uh, scratch out a winning Monday and uh, finish with a with a, a sick January record. But let's get on to the handicapping. Actually, let me give my first. Let me give you my best bets first. I'm going under two ten and a half in the Pelicans Cavaliers game. I'm taking the Memphis Grizzlies, um, which are now minus three and a half. We'll talk about that obviously in a second. I'm going to go with the Toronto. Oh. Memphis Grizzlies minus three and a half when they visit the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm going to take the Raptors plus one and a half um, when they head to Atlanta to play the Hawks. And I'm going to take the Boston Celtics minus four and a half hosting the Miami Heat. All right, let me get down. Let me get to the breakdowns of these bets. So the first game, Pelicans at the Cavs tips off at seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Cavs are favored seven and a half. Total sitting at two ten and a half. We're going on the under two ten and a half. Um, the Pelicans have three starters that are currently listed as questionable on the injury report: point guard Devonte Graham, Brandon Ingram, um, and center Jonas Valanciunas. Obviously, you know they play three different positions. They occupy three different levels or spaces um, on the floor for for New Orleans. So if all three of them can't go, that would significantly hurt New Orleans offense at each level. Um, but if, if Ingram and Valanciunas play, then New Orleans will probably play more half court basketball. They tend to slow it down when those two are on the floor. And if, if they don't play, then uh, the Pelicans will be missing a, their starting point guard with Devonte Graham. And then their first and second leading scorers in Jonas Valanciunas and, and, and Brandon Ingram. So, um, even if they play, I, I, I kind of like the pace to be slowed down because, um, these styles make fights and, 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 and both teams play at a bottom 10 pace as it is. Also, both teams have a top 10, uh, rebounding rate and our top 10 and second chance points per game allowed and, um, above average and paint points per game allowed. So these teams rebound the ball really well. They don't give up paint points and they don't give up second chance points and they play play a pretty slow, uh, pace. Also, uh, there's some couple trends, just recent trends back in this, but New Orleans is one and five to the under in their last six games as an underdog. And, um, the Cleveland Cavaliers have cashed four straight unders in their last four as a home favorite. Also, there's been some sharp line movement headed south of the total. The The Pelicans Cavaliers open with a 212-point total, and it's been steamed down to the current number, which is, again, 210.5 minus 112. Still think there's value in this number. We're going to take the under 210.5 uh, minus 112 in the Pelicans Cavaliers game. So let's, uh, let's book that and uh, add that to our bet slip. Next game, I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, visiting the Philadelphia 76ers, two of the best teams in the league in this month. Um, both of them have have uh, played very well recently. Memphis is 35 and 17. 76ers are 30 and 19. Um, Grizzlies went from a three and a half point underdog, which is where I got it last night. 
Uh, I actually sprinkled on the money line as well. I wrote this game up for Sportsbook Wire yesterday. And um, it got edited and republished or published today with the Grizzlies as a favorite, I believe. Actually, it might have got out before um, news of Joel Embiid being taken out of the lineup um, surfaced, which really ended up uh, swinging this line. Uh, Joel Embiid, I guess, is going to be sitting Monday against the Grizzlies because he's resting. So Grizzlies went from a three and a half point underdog to a three and a half point favorite. Um, I would take the three and a half, so that's why I'm giving it out. I'm you know putting my name, putting my record on the line for this game, um, and uh, I, I, you know I don't think the the seven point swing, six and a half point swing for Joel Embiid is enough. Uh, Toronto, or excuse me, Memphis has a couple strength on edge weaknesses over Philly, including offensive rebounding rate and fast break offense. Um, and, and Memphis is better against uh, good teams than Philly is. Um, Philly is just five and, or four and seven straight up versus top 10 teams. They have a minus 7.3 just in net rating, whereas uh, Memphis is 13 and eight against the spread versus winning teams. Um, also, Philly's offense struggles, or Philly struggles against top 10 offenses. They're eight and nine straight up with a minus four and a half ATS margin. Memphis actually is seventh in adjusted offensive rating. They have a pretty dynamic attack. They have a bunch of ball handlers that can score off the dribble. Um, now that Bain's coming back and, and, and perhaps Tyus Jones is able to uh, play today and, and lead Memphis's second second unit. But uh, Memphis also offensive rebounds at a high rate, and they get the second most second chance points per game, whereas uh, Philly's 22nd defensive rebounding rate and 18th and second chance points allowed per game. Um, obviously, Philly's going to be missing their uh, best defender and best offensive player, Joel Embiid, who's actually a front runner for MVP. Joel Embiid, his on off net rating is plus 9.8 points per 100 possessions. Uh, which is the best on Philly? One of the one of the best at his position, the 90th percentile of bigs and adjusted on-off net rating. So, the loss of Embiid or the absence of a bead is going to loom really large in this game, and um, I'm willing to, to 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 lay the three and a half points with the Grizzlies. A player prop that I was looking at in this game. Let me get over to Tipico's odds now because on my local book. This player prop, or pretty much all Philadelphia 76 player props, were taken off the board um, once news of of Joel Embiid's um, once news of Joel Embiid uh, rest day hit the uh, once that broke. Um, so apparently on Tipico, you can still get Tyrese Maxey over 1.5 th- made three pointers, which is at plus 103. That's a number that I would definitely, um, I would bet. Uh, I'm trying to get it on my local book, so hopefully um, they'll list player props eventually. But on Tipico, if you're in New Jersey and Colorado, obviously if you're not or if you play with other books, you got to check those books out. But I like Tyrese Maxey over one and a half made three-pointers at plus 103. I would play it up to minus 150, actually, and I would, I'd would i be willing to bet over two and a half made three-pointers now that Joel Embiid isn't going to be playing in the game. Uh, Maxey's went over one and a half made three-pointers in six of his last ten games. Um, he made two of two in his first Memphis-Philly uh, head-to-head meeting this season. He's been lights out from three point the three point line this month, shooting forty eight percent. Maxie's shoots better at home 
from behind the arc, 44% compared to 36% on the road. And uh, Memphis is actually 24th and three-point defensive uh, defensive three-point percentage. Also, no Embiid uh, means those shots should go elsewhere, and Maxi could be just chucking a couple three-pointers um, because of no Embiid um, and, and, and added usage. So I'm going to take the Grizzlies minus 3.5. I also would be looking at the Tyrese Maxi over three over 1.3, 1.5, excuse me, three-pointers made. So... Check that out in your local books. Next game, I'm taking the Raptors plus one and a half for visiting the Atlanta Hawks. Toronto has edges in, in ball security, pick and roll defense, and transition basketball. Atlanta actually uh, plays a lot of pick and roll offense for Trey Young, but Toronto's got the second best pick and roll defense versus ball handlers. Also, Toronto plays at a very high rate of uh, uh, gets out in transition at a very high rate, and they're third in fast break points per game. Whereas Atlanta has the worst defensive efficiency in transition. The NBA also both are really good at handling the rock or not turning the ball over. Both have a top five offensive turnover rate, but Toronto has the best defensive turnover rate or forces the highest rate of turnovers whereas Atlanta is 28th or has the third worst defensive turnover rate so Toronto should get more possessions just through ball security and 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 um applying on ball pressure um and, and more possessions usually equals more points so Toronto's actually also very good versus elite offenses Atlanta's offense I think is second adjusted um offensive rating but Toronto's six and adjusted net rating versus top 10 offenses, and they have the fifth best ATS margin versus top 10 offenses. Also, Atlanta struggles on short rest. They're five and seven against the spread when playing with a rest disadvantage at a minus 2.9 ATS differential and three and five against the spread on the second of a back-to-back with a minus 3.6 ATS margin. Also, the last thing, Fred Van Vliet, the starting point guard of the Toronto Raptors is 6-1 and one all-time versus Trey Young. Um, and I think he's going to be motivated for this matchup even more so because Trey Young was just announced as a starter um, in the All-Star game. And Fred Van Vliet's having an amazing offensive season or amazing season himself. He should make the All-Star game as a reserve. But I think between his head-to-head dominance over Trey and the fact that he probably feels as though he's a better player. I mean, all these guys have massive egos, rightfully so. Um, I think he'll be motivated to show out against Trey. And if Van Vliet can beat Trey um, or get the better of him in this matchup, then then Toronto should win this game because they, uh, they're they they're better at wing, they're better at rebounding, um, than they have those strength on edge weaknesses that we've already outlined. So I'm going to take the Raptors plus one and a half, visiting the Atlanta Hawks. And then the final game that I like here, I'm taking the Boston Celtics minus four and a half as they host the Miami Heat. Uh, Miami Heat's obviously one of the best teams in the league, and, and Boston's been pretty inconsistent. They are 26 and 25, though, so slightly above 500, fighting to get out of the play-in spot in the Eastern Conference. But uh, Boston matches up very well with with Miami. Uh, they clubbed them earlier this year. I think they beat them by 18 points or something in their first head-to-head this meet uh, this season. Um, but Boston's front court of Al Horford and Robert Williams kind of neutralizes Bam Adebayo. I mean, Bam Adebayo is definitely the best of those three players, but Halford, Horford excuse me, is a cagey veteran, and Robert Williams is super athletic. So I think those guys combined 
kind of mitigate or neutralize Bam Adebayo. Also, Tatum and Brown are having uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, the wings for Boston, are having their best shooting months, and um, both of them are just kind of too much for Jimmy Butler to handle. The all-star wing for the Miami Heat, he's um, sensationally defensive, uh, sensationally defensively, sensational defensively. That's what I mean to say. Um, but he can only focus his attention on one of those guys. And actually, Tatum six and three straight up in the regular season versus Butler in their seven career head-to-head meetings. Um, Jalen Brown and, and Tatum are a- averaging a combined fifty points per game this month. They're each having their best true shooting um, percentage. Um, uh, month or shooting month um this this season in january and 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 butler might not even play he's currently listed as questionable um so if he actually plays we're gonna lose a little bit of line value but if he doesn't play we could be gaining some line value in either way i think the celtics are a good play at minus four and a half they uh they're actually better than the record indicates they have a minus 4.2 win differential, meaning they should have four more wins. They actually have a better shot quality differential according to cleaningtheglass.com and shotquality.com. Also, Boston has been slightly more efficient than Miami this month. They have uh, a plus 7.8 adjusted net rating, whereas Miami has a plus 5.9 adjusted net rating. Also, Boston gets up to play good teams at home. They're 5-2 and two straight up at home versus top 10 teams in adjusted net rating. They have the second best adjusted net rating against these top 10 teams at plus 6.8 points per 100 possessions and the third best ATS margin at plus 4.4. Um, one basketball-based like reasoning I, I like Boston here is that they actually can get a bunch of easy points at the foul line. Um, and I have much more faith that they can um, get to the foul line than Miami, even though Jimmy Butler is one of the best foul drawing wing wings in the league. But Boston seventh and offensive free throw rate, and Miami is actually twenty sixth and adjusted defensive free throw rate. So um, I'm taking the Celtics minus four and a half. Just a re- quick recap of my best bets. I'm going with the under two ten and a half with the. Uh, in the Pelicans-Cavs game. I'm taking the Grizzlies minus three and a half laying points versus the Philadelphia 76ers. I'll take the Raptors plus one and a half as they visit the Atlanta Hawks. And I'm going the Boston Celtics minus four and a half um, as they host the Miami Heat. With I also got a lean on over Tyrese Maxey one and a half three-pointers made. I, I, I like it, but I just can't give it out because... Um, no one, I don't, I don't think it's a widely, um, available prop, um, with the current injury status of Embiid and, and most books taking Phillies player props off the, off the table. But if you can find over Tyrese Maxey, one half, three pointers in that Philly, uh, Memphis game, then I take that. But that's your, uh, bet slipping podcast. Final one of January. Hopefully I can end on a winning note. Uh, best of luck with you fade or follow me. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.